Hey, third partiers, quick announcement. I had some technical difficulties and my mic quality is not at its usual level for this episode. I apologize for the inconvenience. Have a nice day. Enjoy the show. Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party in Apex Legends podcast, hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how are you doing this afternoon? Doing well, Shay. The countdown has officially begun. Um, I'm really counting the days to get my hands on this new season and start playing. We're close. We're close. Speaking of the season, though, we're diving into season 13, and we're offering up our wish list and expectations. So, you know, kind of a little bit of realism here. We can't get too crazy. And then we're going to be answering a ton of questions uh, as well, hopefully, unless we get really off topic with our wish list, which I can't say is impossible. Uh, but before we do that, uh, if you want a question answered, ask it on our Discord channel meant for questions or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Shea and at HB Burson. Links for both those are in the description. If you want to support the show, and help us expand third party with third party productions, third party podcasts, expand out the team. Please consider supporting us on Patreon and get a ton of awesome benefits over there. Most notably, access to our private lobby tournaments that will happen at the beginning of June. Signups are currently live, so go over there, open, support the show. Love it, love it. With that, though, let's dive into season 13 and our wish list. Oh, man. Okay. We got a long list here, and I'm sad looking at this list because I feel like I'm looking at a wish list of impossibilities, but we got to say it because I think we, it's, we haven't done this kind of episode in a few seasons, and so it's kind of cool to see, I think, where we're at and what we would like to happen. Anything you want to say before we dive into some of the stuff on the list? No, I think the first one on the list we, uh, we talked about a little bit on the last episode. The idea of Arthur 01 appears to be going to the replicator. The wish is that it doesn't get nerfed going in. But mm-hmm. we don't need some sort of unnecessary nerf in order to decrease the damage per second and the time to kill yeah. at all. That's really not necessary. Even if it's a nerf that actually doesn't really change the bullets or anything like that. like It's just the connotation of the gun getting nerfed as it goes in. And then the extra, extra wish is for the replicator weapons to get cheaper as they go into the replicators. People actually have more of a reason to go after them and use them, which, yeah. you know, from what we've seen is probably not likely, um, but would be nice. As much as we're both sitting here wishing that the R301 doesn't get any sort of nerf because it going into the replicator is a huge nerf by itself. At the same time, I don't want the R301 to get special treatment. I want <laughs> to get the same treatment as the flatline, but I have the suspicion that the flatline will not have its slight nerf reversed going into this season when it comes back on the ground. And when that doesn't happen, I will be very disappointed. That would be quite weird. If the flatline didn't get a, its nerf reverted and the R301 doesn't get nerfed, that's special treatment. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. But uh, yeah, that's wish number one. Wish number two? Uh, I want Newcastle to come into the games, be playable, and not have a follow-up nerf. That's kind of my wish, is if we have this guy come in, like Seer, be really good, people express some frustration, let's not gut the kit entirely. 
which is kind of the direction they've taken with Legends recently. Release strong, or like take out the kit. I think he's already going to be in a tough spot to come in and be really playable. So I'm optimistic in saying that I hope he does that already, but I just don't want him to get messed up after that happens. Yeah. It's a wish because you have to be concerned about Newcastle's viability. Has this defensive Mm -hmm. kit. He's a big boy. I think people are going to be very hesitant to pick him up and he is at risk of becoming the next rampart. You know, I think Mm -hmm. at one point, Rampart and Newcastle had their names reversed in the game files. Is that does that ring a bell? It does not off? ring a bell, right, but I'm, I'm not gonna say it's like not true. <laughs> um, but the wish is that Newcastle and his tactical and ultimate have abilities that block substantial amounts of damage. Regardless yeah. of what the numbers come out to, the ultimate is gonna be able to tank damage, and the tactical, I believe, will have for some duration unlimited shields. Yeah. In Apex, that matters a lot. Like Mm -hmm. the actual deployment of it, if it can rival a Gibraltar bubble, if it's as easy, as powerful, having two of those options really allow you to diversify the risk of Mm -hmm. is Newcastle going to be a hit? Yes or no. Again, the style of legend, the size of the legend, Mm -hmm. it just being new. Um, the the deck is stacked against him definitely he's a he's a support character people don't like playing support in video games no just it's not popular um but i think it will come down to the numbers here to see can you block substantial amounts of damage and close the gap on a team and really play a wall better than you can play a bubble and that's a big f big f that's for sure Okay, next wish. Rank system. We want it to make some sense. Not asking for much. Just want it to make sense and be an upgrade, be effective. I don't know if we need to go into the details of what that means, per se, because I'm not strong of the belief that like Demotion or KP is going to solve every problem, but I just want them to introduce this rank system explain in depth why you're kind of going this direction what we hope the outcome is and hopefully it's a nice and easy clean understanding and we'll be able to relay that to you simply <laughs> here's my realistic expectation yeah give me the expectation now. i don't think we're getting demotion and i i have speculated that we will but developers have come out and said producers on this game have said Demotion is not an option. We don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get demotion. What I think we will get is a side grade of sorts of the current point system to just be team-based. I think we're going to mm-hmm. get team KP. I think that's yeah. going to be the change here. And I don't think it'll really affect people a whole lot. They will take down the value of a kill point substantially, mm-hmm. like cut it into a fifth, a quarter of what it was. But I think that's going to be the change and that the number is going to work out so that you're going to be gaining the same amount of RP. Yeah. But really, we're throwing out assists and kills. They're not, mm-hmm. It's not super critical it's for just you to a get point. a bullet in mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because everybody's going to share. So that could change the dynamic. But I hope that the scoring system is really just a side grade. We're just moving the mm-hmm. points 
from one area to another and your gain is yeah. going to be the same. You're not going to have to change how you play. You're not going to have to not play solo queue anymore. Like, I don't think it's going to be that radical. We'll see. We, we will, will see. see. We will see. Um, we got some legend changes on this wish list. Uh, some lifeline love and a mirage buff. And I snuck the mirage buff into the list, I'll be honest. I got nothing else to say about it. I just want him to be more popular and more viable. When I look at his kit compared to everybody else, there's no reason he should have gotten that passive invisible revive nerfed. There's just not enough mirages out there to justify it. End of statement. Lifeline, though. Um, I want her to get love. And when I say love, I don't want to, like a buff or nerf or rework. I'm not sure what it is. But Legend coming in that does a very similar thing to her, her ultimate being put into the map feature, essentially, with the smart loop bends. I would just like her to get some attention in some way, shape, or form. There's some rumors of it floating around, the new ultimates, maybe of a rework of an abilities. I just want them to kind of prove this concept of if we introduce someone that has similar abilities, we're going to adjust other Legends so they can still keep that uniqueness and it's not just going to be pure overlap. Um, am I dreaming? I don't know. I really don't. I mean, looking at what Newcastle's passive seems to be, based off of just the gameplay trailer that we have access to as of recording this, they're different abilities. Lifeline yeah. can shoot while having a drone passively revive. Totally. Newcastle can slowly move someone while having a one-directional shield while mm-hmm. currently reviving. We said before, Newcastle should probably have another passive too, but mm-hmm. it, it, I don't know if the, if the Venn diagram is really weighted towards Newcastle over Lifeline. I don't know if she needs something desperately in order to survive this change. It's possible that Newcastle coming into the game actually increases lifelines popularity because she's free mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's yeah, possible that, people just don't unlock true. newcastle and they're like wow new oh. newcastle coming in people are vibing really easily mm-hmm. i want to do that too i can't afford him i'm going to get lifeline and whoa lifeline's a great medic who would have thunk it we got to do a lifeline story episode because i feel like she's getting some pathfinder-esque treatment For in real? terms of her abilities getting incorporated into the map mm-hmm. and stuff like Pathfinder was getting zip lines added into places where he normally was like one of the few play- legends that could go there. Lifeline's abilities getting moved into these new map extensions in some way, shape, or form. Yep. You also now have the uh, PVE on the maps that kind of you know support Lifeline's ability that in terms of like loot, she was yeah. the extra loot that she get out of the bins and stuff. Um, you know, there's care package changes recently to make them drop, you know, more frequently as well, or more consistently, I mean. And, yeah, there's been some weird stuff, I think, with her and just these kind of, like, shadowy nerfs, I think is the word I'll say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why I just want to see her get some, you know, at least an explanation for maybe, like, what's going on, at least. Um, but that's a lot. Speaking of explanations, take this next one. So, we really want this season as a wish. We can group these together, by I the way. will, yeah. Jay. Mm-hmm. I'm going on a tangent here. Buckle okay, in. okay. I'll mute. We want <laughs> in-depth patch notes. I want to know what the devs are thinking. 
the community interaction has been really, really marginalized the last few seasons where we just haven't gotten that window into why are we making these changes? We've done some radical things. We haven't had the explanation. We experienced that in the season 11 ranked changes where it was kind of just dropped, not a lot of explanation. Check out our episode on those changes um, because it's very uh, all-encompassing of exactly what went down. It's quite fascinating. Um, but I just want to know. And that could start with reintroducing the dev stream of, hey, let's put a face to the changes. Let's talk about why we did what we did, what our goals are with those changes. Explain, hey, we're doing this, but it's not permanent. Or we're doing this and we want to continue to do this across the board. That's really important to know. Are we testing something? Are we not doing something right now to get a baseline and get more data? What data do we have? This kind of stuff we really want to know. And, and let me tack on to that. Do it. These in-depth patch notes, I need them more than ever to support the rank changes because there's just been some convoluted rank stuff. So that With rolls into data. all the balancing changes, all that. Like I need that. That's necessary. That's not optional. If anyone's listening, that's in charge of that by any means. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, last night I started watching Selling Sunset on Netflix with my girlfriend. And not the like highest quality narrative show in the world, but reality, very dramatic. And it's about uh, this company that sells luxury real estate. And I found that I really loved these people who they're in luxury real estate, which is kind of flashy and exciting, but they want to win. They're so driven. They're so focused on getting the deal and performing at the highest, working really hard. That's the kind of energy that I want from everybody that I work with and definitely from the Apex Legends developers. I want them to know in their bones that Apex is the greatest BR out there and we're going to keep pushing the envelope because we're so far ahead of everybody. We're not going to get complacent. We're not going to stop doing stuff. We're not going to just flip the script and start acting crazy. We're going to stay focused and be the best that we can possibly be. That's the mindset that I want and that's on the <laughs> wish list. That's the sell and sunset mentality. And it is. Next item on the wish list, Garrett at that ice tempo. Gone. The most pointless hop up to ever out of the, the loop pool. I don't want to hear that it was vaulted from the loop pool. I want to hear that it was deleted from the game files. If you want to give it a treatment Sorry, of like the uh, the quick draw, quick draw holster. Give it the quick draw mm -hmm. holster treatment and just bump up the rate of fire uh, on the sentinel. And then leave it. It's gone. Yeah. Just forget about that thing. It's a real waste of space. And if, if I was in a spicy mood, I would say take out the shatter caps too. But I'm feeling pretty good Not today. Not that spicy Just today. We yeah. only want to take the dead eye tempo head. To We're death. trying to keep the wish list somewhat reasonable, right? But I would cap both of those guys. <laughs> they just are not very useful. They're not useful. Uh, next wish list revolves around the supply drop. Okay. <sighs> you got some opinions. I'll I'm let you nervous, go. Man. I mean, by the time people I'm are listening too. to this episode, I bet you they already know what the reality That's true. is. That's true. At this point in time, I think we know G7 is not coming out. Break my heart. If I had we a one wish, it's on the wish list. Wish, yep. That would make this game. He'd better. take it over dev communication. I would do it day one. 
first change. <laughs> um, but I really can't wrap my head around what the most likely weapon to go in this season is. Yeah, my prediction's been wingman for a while now because I think they're bending to the community, and so that's what I think could happen here. Um, I'd be happy to be wrong though. So yeah, <laughs> it's such an you know we think about the philosophy of the supply drop for years now. We've been talking about this. That's all yeah. out the window. It's out the window it's... with the G seven. It's out the window with the Volt. They gave the Volt a massive buff, the biggest buff we've ever seen, straight going in. And then yeah. for some reason, the G7 was given multiple buffs at multiple different times while in the care package. Insanity. Completely not what we thought this, uh, this game mechanic was about. The wingman going in would stay with that wacko script. That this is just something that we're doing to change up the loot pool and to really bend to the community's wishes. I think that'd be sad. But it's mm-hmm. difficult for me to understand what another option could be because it's not going to be an LMG. If the Spitfire mm-hmm. is coming out, I don't think it's getting replaced with another one, especially with the Rampage getting put into the Replicator. Yep, I agree. I could say I think it could be the Charge Rifle because this is a powerful weapon that's very mm-hmm. unique and doesn't really have attachments. It, it doesn't fit the mold of an Apex Legends weapon right now. So mm-hmm. it could be in that unique category put into Supply Drop. But I don't really, I'm not confident in that answer either. I've been saying since it got released that uh, the bow check bow should be yep, put 100%. in. Um, but based off our kind of insider information that we think there's going to be another arrow taking weapon in the near future, I don't think the time really works for that. Mm-hmm. If it's heavy for heavy, I've theorized Hemlock could make some sense as well. It's been a while since the gun's been really good and we know it can be really good. So. That's a gun that could have a strong care package version of itself. I like that theory a lot because if that happened, boosted loader's coming out. That's a nerf for the wingman. That's kind yeah. of a two birds, Best one of stone. Both worlds. Like yeah. you, you don't do anything too drastic, but you put a pretty fun weapon and you juice it up a lot. Maybe you leave the boosted loader on it, but you yeah, take it totally. away for the wingman. Like I think that would be really nice. I I, I want that to happen. I've made up All my right. mind. That's the new desire. Before we get into the rest of these uh, wish list items and our questions, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Welcome back. Let's keep this rolling. (laughs) I think a big wish, and I think this one will actually come true, is a very strong gold weapon rotation. These are the fully kitted weapons that appear Mm -hmm. in kind of random places uh, based off the map. And we emphasize this one because this most recent season was a little lackluster. Worst rotation ever. Okay, I tried to. I tried to pull Worst the Thanks for going ever. into it. Horrible. But no, you, you're totally right. Like it's set up to be good because if we pull in, like, hey, these two replicator guns that are coming back to the ground for the first time, they're going to be gold flatline longbow. Those are two really good guns. The Spitfire's coming back, so that gets to be a gold gun. That's really good. And then, like you were talking about uh, behind the scenes, you know, PK was in it last season. You know, Mastiff's before that. So if we're going shotguns, it could be the Eva's turn. Which is when juiced, if it gets its hop up and stuff back for some reason, because the G7 comes back to the ground, so G7 double tap goes on the ground. And he's not letting me go with that train of thought that much. But then that's a really strong weapon as well. There's room for something to be good. I think so. So I'm, I'm happy with that wish. I hope that it comes true. It's, it's not a guarantee. Don't get your hopes up about the longbow on the flatline getting this spot. 
But I think it is possible. I think we've never really been in this territory before with the new swapping out of the replicator into the replicator. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think it's a pretty safe bet. Other wish list item is I, I will make the statement that I think energy weapons are at their weakest state yet. Mm-hmm. With the Volt and the Care Package, it just makes the value of energy weapons so much less as kind of a placeholder to get that. The Devotion is obviously an incredibly powerful weapon, but it just requires so much hop-ups, and, like, or so much attachments, rather, mm-hmm. more so than any other gun in the game. Yeah. And then the L-Star is the L-Star. It's just not very popular. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And then the triple take is in a very weak state. It just mm-hmm. chews through ammo like nobody's business. And I think you have to have a Loba on your team to even use the triple take long-term at all. So I would love for energy weapons to get some sort of love. Um, I don't know if that is like changes to the triple take, changes to the L-Star. Um, I, I I'd like the Havoc to go to easy space again. Like, yeah, not like powerful, but I liked it when the Havoc was the gun that it was like, oh, you know, I can run this with no attachments, you know, and it's it's okay. I thought that had a good spot in the meta being in that category. I don't think that's going to happen because with the rumors of the next gun coming to the game being an, an easy to use energy AR, it wouldn't make sense to have two of those, but we're wishing right now. So. The Havoc is interesting. High high mm-hmm. damage. Uh, highest damage per second. Fastest time to kill in the game. Yeah. A really big magazine size for an AR. But mm-hmm. has the charge up. A really bad charge up without the turbo. And then the muzzle flash and the reload make it two really difficult things that the damage and the time to kill don't really over overpower those negatives i think so it's energy in general tough tough scenes i would say Mm -hmm. let's rifle through these last couple and get to some questions um so i'm going to go town takeover first there's rumors of one of of us getting one but it's been a little bit i want a town takeover i want that mid mid mid-season map update uh i think it's time you know we it's it's a really great feature of the game uh building off the in-depth patch notes Newcastle's coming into the game with Fortified, as far as we know. Uh, they said they were never going to make another Fortified Legend ever again. I'd like to know why they kind of changed their mind. Huge I don't think that's a huge round. Like, it's not a huge ask to ask for, hey, we said this was never going to ever happen. Can you tell me why it's now happening? That was a, that was a guarantee. Yes. Guarantee. And it was an old team. It was the old team that said that. So this is a new team making this decision, obviously. But still crazy to see. Truly. And then we want cross progression to officially come into the game. And we would still love for custom lobbies to actually be introduced. What was the season you said that it was first kind of mentioned that we were working on custom lobbies for everyone? It was mentioned season eight, more than a year ago, that we were going to have custom lobbies soon. So. That made us lead to, we're going to have it within 6 to 12 months of when that announcement was made. That expiration has expired. We're way behind um, when that should be happening. Yeah. Cross-progression. We thought we were getting this most recent season. 
So I guess we're throwing it on the wish list for this coming season because it just seems to be time. Even though from what we know, it's not going to come out in the format people were hoping for. It will not be the combination of accounts. You'll be choosing between one or the other, which is quite disappointing. Actually, it's on the wish list. I want combination. It's combination on the wish list. Don't don't give me the realism this. I, I want the wish list item right now. <laughs> this is your time to dream. I can dream. But that's the that's the wish list. Pick one. What's your standout here? What do you think is one on this list that could actually happen? That's kind of the one I'm curious about. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I honestly have so much anxiety about this list. A lot of the changes I don't think will happen. Um, I think most realistic, we get, man, I want to say we're going to get a real deep explanation about Fortified. I can't say that. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I wish that the hemlock goes into the care package. That's yeah, what I, I like wish. that one. I think uh, the town takeover is the most realistic one though <laughs> to come this, awesome. this coming season. Love that. should be great. We're going to wrap things up though with some questions. We got some five star questions. We got some Discord questions. We'll get through as many as possible. Starting with the first one from a path cart, a five star. This podcast always provides a chilled, non sensationalized discussion. This is not the podcast we should have put that this question on, Henry. Of I don't know. Everything, <laughs> of everything Apex and is a great companion for players of the game who want to learn more and improve. Big fan, love the work. Question. Last episode, another listener asked how to improve their gunplay. I recently began using hipfire for certain weapons and situations when I previously did not, and found more success when looking down. Then, and found more success than always looking down the barrel. In addition, ducking in and out of cover with weapons like shotguns and wingmans always helps me win fights. I was wondering what other gunplay techniques, aside from firing bullets, do you use to help outplay your opponent in straight-up fights? It's a great question. Yeah, really specific. Great question. Um... Definitely agree that hip firing is very powerful in this game. Um, yes. ARs, LMGs, you can't hip fire them. That's not normal. That, that's very mm-hmm. abnormal. Um, you know, what you're already doing, pretty dang good. Being able to hip fire is not only possible because of the recoil patterns in this game, but also the movement tech that we have. You can run, jump, slide, strafe while hip firing and be really mm-hmm. difficult to hit and that's kind of what gunplay is all about hitting more targets on them than they can hit on you movement is you know what's going to make the difference there i think i said it on a recent episode fire more bullets like that mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a really great way to do more damage help out your team more get more kills period i will say if you're asking for something more specific for a technique i would say know when to not empty your entire clip yeah. Do not just waste the whole clip. If someone's moving like crazy, be patient. Maybe mm-hmm. you fire, you know, three or four shots and you have that time to say, all right, they're behind cover. I'm not just going to, they're not going to force me to reload. I'm going to be in control here. And if they peek again and I have a clean shot, then I'm going to, you know, release the rest of my clip into them. Um, mm-hmm. That's something that's very difficult to do. But if you have the game sense, that's going to make a huge impact on your gun skill. Yeah. A uh, little gun tip I'll throw in that I've seen a lot of people using quite successfully, uh, and I'm working on incorporating it myself, is this concept of when you shoot somebody first, emptying six to eight bullets into them from like a full auto gun, 
dipping behind cover for a second, not reloading, and then popping back up and finishing off the rest of your mag as kind of a way to avoid taking damage as the entry into a fight uh, seems to be very successful for the people I've seen kind of teaching that skill just based off this concept of like, if you shoot, somebody's going to, if you shoot somebody, they're going to wildly turn and immediately start firing. And it's very, it doesn't make connect and make sense to people that I got shot first. And now this person's kind of dipping behind cover. I just wasted half my mag trying to spray and recover. This person pops back out. Maybe they thought they were reloading. Like it just throws people off and can secure a first knock really easy. So that's a little technique I like. There's so many little techniques like that that I love. And that makes me think about if one of your teammates is getting focused, don't heal. Shoot. Yeah. That's yeah, a yeah, huge totally. one. And it just, it gets overlooked so often. Um, mm-hmm. A great question. Yeah, really good. Next question coming from Yoan Bio Ogo. Five stars. Hello there. Firstly, I love the podcast. I think that you two are really knowledgeable and entertaining. And as a newish listener, I have quickly listened to about a year's worth of content. My question is, Ooh. regarding the rank debate between kills and placement, do you think that in a game, the player should be rewarded more for killing the champion or being the champion? I figured that an answer to that would probably translate to the answer for the debate in the ranked community right now. Thanks. Do you think the XP bonus is enough? In terms of like killing the champion, do you think you get rewarded enough for having that bounty on your head? I would, at the very least, I would like it to be a bigger deal when I kill the champion. Like, I know it's announces it like the champion's been eliminated, but like, give me some hype. I, I like, give me a little gold flash on my screen that you killed the champion or something along those lines. <laughs> you know, Fortnite has the crown system. Or if you yeah, win a game, yeah. you go into the next one with the crown, and that can be taken from you. That's a really cool, just I think, aesthetic, mostly an aesthetic uh, reward. Um, I what this question made me think of is maybe you should get uh, an RP bonus mm, for killing champs. Yeah, maybe like that would be cool, like yeah, an, an actual bounty. Because, like you said, I don't think anybody cares about XP. No. Not in this game. It's you, you don't you rapid fire through the XP screen. Also, nobody does that counting. Like and the battle pass is tied to to challenges. You know, yeah. and ranking mm-hmm. up does get you apex packs, but for the most part, it, at least maybe we're out of touch in that. It's difficult to put a lot of value on XP. I think people care about ranked points. So if you could get extra, if you could get a, a bounty in rank points for killing a champion i think that'd be really cool and i think that ties it into the last bit of this question yeah i think that's totally cool and next question coming from awesome eagle awesome eagle five star great podcast with loads of information even for invested competitive players henry and shay have really calming voices and provide some great ideas and strategies to listen to while playing apex the mastering legend segment has helped me and my friends tremendously with everything from abilities to little techniques that are unique to each legend question do you guys think that there should be an arcade mode similar to the Grand Soiree event that cycles every few days or even a select the mode kind of thing? The player base would be divided drastically more in the latter, but I wouldn't worry about there being enough players seeing as Xbox looking for groups are staying at a consistent 17,000 to 37,000 posts, which is absolutely insane. Also, one more question. What do you think about in-game looking for groups similar to the club feature? Like you go to the club page and there would be a list of posts with tags you can filter. That was like in real time. Like, got to join in the next 30 minutes or something like that. 
Yeah, I think so. I think that's kind of the thought process. Essentially pulling the Xbox feature into Apex specifically. I think that's a cool idea. I'm all about that. And especially clubs not really used, honestly. Like so I think you do that and at the same time you upgrade the game chat cross platform. Uh yes. That would really help uh that native experience of playing with randoms. Um man, I would love I'd love it. I'd love the arcade mode. Um, second week of Flashpoint, I was really struggling to find a match on PC. Um, and that was concerning to me. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't a new LTM, didn't have a lot of hype around it, but it was very difficult for me to get into a game into the second week of that very limited time mode. Mm-hmm. I would love this. I think I would probably maybe enjoy it more on mobile. Just because it'll probably be a much larger active player base, yeah. um, more casual. What do you think? I've always floated like the idea in my head of doing like you know, we don't mind recycled LTMs if they're being used frequently. They're so infrequent that we want new ones right now. That's kind of where Same our heads are. Old maps. Yeah, exactly. Use them. So I'm, I think it'd be cool to do like a Sunday LTM, like a. Soiree Sunday. Every week, there's one LTM that's rotated in just randomly. Like, why not? I don't, I don't need a big trailer announcement or anything. But that's a day where everyone can really be on in terms of the player base. So it shouldn't hurt too much. It's a new one, so everyone will probably hop in, play it twice, maybe three times or something, and hop out. Like it'll just be fun. Keeps things fresh for the grinders as well that are playing a ton, and keeps the content good for you know streamers and creators. So. I think something like that would be great, which is kind of a build off of the arcade mode. I don't think you can do something permanent, though. I have some fears on that. I agree. I really agree. Let's do a couple Discord questions. Okay. First one coming from somebody that I used to know. Hey, I was wondering if you really like the idea of Jackson coming back to the game or into the games. Do you think it's still a good idea, or is it kind of just being dragged out too long now? Um. I think it's only been dragged out for too long if you've been following the leaks closely because I think you've kind of been aware of it happening for a while. If you weren't following the leaks, it's been more like Easter eggs and little tidbits along the way that I think led up to this moment, um, which is really cool. So that's kind of just a that's a leak issue, maybe, in general, in my opinion. Um, I, think- I won't say I'm cool with him coming to the games or not, though. I want the explanation of why still, like why he yeah. hasn't been seeing Bangalore. Like I'm really confused still on that one. We're not <laughs> getting it, man. I mean, I know. I know you want the stories from the Outlands. That's not happening. I, I don't, don't think that's happening. We got the stories from the Outlands, so it's definitely it's, not happening. It's not. It's. It'll probably be the in-game quest, or we're probably going to get the off uh, voice lines from in-game interactions. That's trash. That is it just is. trash. And it's really tough because I, I get the sense that somebody that I used to know is, is kind of tired of this, this story. Yeah. And I empathize with that because the mm-hmm. fact that we don't understand why is Jackson here? Why did he abandon Bangalore? Like make her assume that he's dead and start a whole other family with visibly no real remorse. Like casually yeah. saying, see you soon, sis. Like mm-hmm. that's weird. The fact that that's what we got after so much prep 
Like, mm-hmm. not only was Jackson in written lore way, way before this. Early. Like, way. In, in Bangalore's original lore. Bangalore's original lore, Pathfinder's Quest, the kind of the earliest relevant in-game teaser would probably be the map teasers in Season 10 for Stormpoint of Bangalore's little ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is a long time to be building up to the next legend. Like mm-hmm. halfway into season 10, 11, 12 comes into 13. I would argue that that's strong. That's that's dragged in on too long. That mm-hmm. I that's like true. Easter eggs. I like lore. But if the payoff isn't insane, man, mm-hmm. I don't want to wait. I didn't want to wait as long as we did for Ash. Like, how am I going to be happy with the wait? If the payoffs had been better and the stories from the outlines, I think people would have been happier with it. Yeah. I think that would have helped a lot. So that's a really good point. Nice question from Roger Grimlin from Discord. What do you guys think of having the exploding ticks in game as an ordinance or legend ability? I assume exploding ticks from Titanfall. Yeah. The link here, uh, which is a little remote grenade you throw out and it tracks people essentially and explodes on their face, which. People already get pissed when arc stars are stuck to them, and arc stars got nerfed because they could get stuck to people. So I don't know how you do it without it just being a tickle, which doesn't really matter. <laughs> I would love this. I, I would be really fun, like it. I, I think that I think it's possible, and I think you could do it where maybe bring in the range, slow down the movement of them a lot, make it so you can shoot them to deactivate them, and then in order to counter both those kind of heavy hitting things, maybe you have them split into two so that there's two of them. I, I love the mechanic of the, these tick grenades. Um, so I, I would like to see it. I don't see it coming in as an ordinance. They're just, they haven't adjusted ordinances since we started the game. I think this could come in as a legend ability in some way, shape or form or inspire a legend ability. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, we haven't heard a single reason or a single hint of them ever wanting to add another grenade into the game. Uh, so I'm not sure. And I think that's because of legends, like you said. Yeah. I think they don't want to just give away something to everybody if it's a unique mechanic. Yeah. Let's do another one. Emperor's Champion, also coming from Discord. I had an idea. Much like how you guys did light versus heavy weapons, what about snipers versus marksman weapons? Snipers versus marksmen. Maybe my memory's way off. We've kind of done this. We've done this. Um, We've pretty much done this. We did a... um, I don't know if... Well, it's always weird because stuff's gone care package and stuff's been released since then. And then we also had weapons get adjusted in their classes as well. Um, So I guess we could probably do an even more updated one. I'm not sure off the top of my head how in date our most recent kind of dive on this was. I long ago, season eight, we did 3030 G7 longbow. And that was kind mm-hmm. of the beginning of Marksman. And we compared it to the most powerful sniper at the time to kind of look at the main differences. That's a good one to just look at class differences. But obviously, there's been changes to all three of those weapons since. Um, I think we've talked about the longbow more recently and done kind of a sniper breakdown. Um, the the concern here with both these classes is they got some wackos that are complete outliers. Charge rifle, 
Bocek bow. Yeah. How do you compare <laughs> these weapons to each other and their counterparts? Like this is a really difficult class. Like, and with the G7 gone, like they're weird. Uh, light versus heavy is a lot easier, even though that has a, a lot of challenges as well. Um, snipers versus marksmen, pretty difficult. Honestly, yeah, I think I think that's fair. That's gonna wrap up this episode, though. Thank you to our producer of the Third Party 10 who supports Silver on Patreon. Hit the plus on Apple, follow on Spotify, check us out on Discord. See the link in the description. Thanks so much for listening to the Third Party Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs>